Welcome to the Feel Good in Body, Mind and Soul show. I'm your host, Isa Welly. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and a well-being coach, and I'm here to bring you tips, tools, and conversations around nutrition, well-being, mindset, to help you feel good in body, mind, and soul. Hey, 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 my lovely. Welcome back to my podcast. Isa Welly here. Today, we are talking about gut health again, (laughs) one of my favorite topics. I wanted to share with you how you can optimize your gut health when you're on a budget and perhaps you don't have uh, the means to spend or invest in supplements or uh, a nutritionist. What are things you can start doing, you can do every day to make sure you are investing in, in your health, but also supporting your gut health. So let's dive right in. So my very first advice is get your hands dirty. So there is a study that has shown that gardeners um, have a more diverse microbiome than us non-gardeners. I'm a non-gardener. I never garden. I don't even have the opportunity to garden. And when I do, <laughs> I'm being completely transparent. I don't even do it. I'm not not really my thing but yeah getting your hands dirty gardening basically impacts your microbiome and it's crazy because they saw that in the study the studies show that it also impacts uh, the people you live with so say you are a gardener and you live with people that never garden that will impact their microbiome as well I'm just like that's insane our bodies are literally insane but yeah, so get your hands dirty because that impacts your microbiome. It makes it more diverse and a healthier microbiome is a more diverse microbiome. Number two, focus on plant diversity. So what we've seen through different studies and research is that we need 30 different plants through the week to support that diversity. So I know it sounds a lot, but in a meal, you can already have five, six, or even seven to so say if you make a quinoa bowl with loads of salad or a brown rice bowl and you make you add I don't know spinach carrots mushroom like a big uh, vegetable steer and then you add a sprinkle of oregano or parsley every single one of those plants count as one so in the meal you can easily have six or seven and I will actually would love to challenge you to do that count how much like challenge yourself oh like do a little game of how many plants can I add to my meal? And at the end of the day, think of how many you've had. And the idea is obviously not to have that same meal every day or at least to change the seasoning or something, but try to yeah, focus on plant diversity and you want to aim for 30 in a week. Again, if you have a sweet breakfast, you can do that as well with your fruits, your nuts, your seeds, all of that counts, a bit of cinnamon, that counts as well. Number three, choose seasonal and local foods whenever you can, because number one, it's cheaper and you get more nutrients out of it because it's just been picked. It probably tastes better because it's in season. Obviously, it's hard. It's harder for us that live in the bigger cities, because especially cities like London, because all supermarkets have everything available at all times. So you even forget, okay, is this even like in season or is it not or you don't even know anymore so if you have the means to shop at the farmer's market because it's not always the cheapest some are quite affordable it's a good way also to be in touch with what's actually in season or you can just literally google it and make sure you pick that in the supermarket when you go shop 
Number four, frozen food. Frozen food is often cheaper than fresh food, but often it contains the same, if not more vitamins, because it gets picked and then frozen straight away. So when you pick a fruit or a vegetables, by the time it goes in the truck and it comes into your supermarket and you buy it and you eat it, you've lost quite a few, quite a bit of those nutrients. But when it gets frozen, it gets frozen directly after it's been picked. So you still have quite a lot of nutrients in there. So whenever you can get some frozen foods, I get frozen fruits a lot that I blend into smoothies or things like that, or I add on to my yogurt or things like that. I like also frozen peas. Sometimes I might even get frozen broccoli as well. So do that. Favorite plant protein is my number five. So plant protein, I'm talking about your lentils, your beans and all of that are more beneficial for your guts because they have the fiber and they also have more nutrients, so vitamins, polyphenols, and they're cheaper, right? Your kind of lentils, even if you were to go for organic lentils, will be way cheaper than your piece of beef, your piece of meat, or whatever, or your fish. So I'm not saying don't eat meat and fish. I personally eat meat and fish. I am not vegan, but favor that. Have more of that. It's a healthier option for you, 100%, and for the planet. Number six, fermented foods. So fermented food, you can actually do your ferments yourself, which is probably the cheapest way, the most affordable way, whether it's your cucumber or onions or carrots or just sauerkraut. Ferments is so easy. There are so many videos online. You can Google that. You'll do that within 20 minutes and you'll have something delicious that you've made yourself at a lower cost. Fermented food also are kefir, kimchi, fermented yogurt or yogurt in, in general. So have a look at your store where you have accessible, what's what's most affordable. I find kefir is something you can do. I find it really hard to do. I used to try to do that. Obviously, I do not have the time anymore, but I never really made it work really for me. But if it's something you have the space, the time for it, you want to play with, uh, you have to buy the kefir grains. They're quite, they, they're quite affordable and then you can use them over and over. So have a pick of that. But yeah, fermented foods are great for your gut. They add some bacteria, some beneficial bacteria to your gut. So they're great. And then prebiotic foods as well. Prebiotics are great. Prebiotic basically feeds the bacteria that you already have. So it's great. I always say that prebiotic is more of like a long-term thing. So prebiotic rich foods are banana, garlic, onions, licks, chicory roots. I think apple, I think apples are also prebiotic. I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember for sure. But do double check. But garlic, onions, leek, chicory roots are all rich in prebiotics. So make sure you incorporate all of these into your diet. Obviously, garlic, onions and leeks, if you tolerate them. And by the way, if you don't tolerate them, it's good to investigate and know why, right? Because a lot of people that that do not tolerate prebiotic-rich foods have a bacterial overgrowth, which you would want to get rid of. Okay, next up, remove the processed stuff. So that really is easy, quote-unquote. You just want to make sure if you go to the supermarket and you really want a snack, Instead of picking up your crisps and your chocolate and that you know they're not the best options, try to have a plant version of that, right? Um, dark chocolate is great. So you're up for dark chocolate over milk chocolate. It's got polyphenols, good quality dark chocolate, 
with your crisps, you can maybe go instead of doing like regular crisps, like you can go like vegetable crisps. Those are great. But again, that wouldn't be my first choice as a healthy snack, but it's a better option than the crisps, right? But I would go for maybe instead of the crisps, you can go for roasted chickpeas. You can do a damame. Anytime you can squeeze in some plants to support your gut microbiome diversity, please do that because they are easy ways to support it without having to take the supplements and all of that. Then what else? Support your digestive system. So this is more about how you eat, right? You want to chew your food slowly so you can digest it. So you avoid the bloating, constipation. You want to try to eat away from stressful situations and environments, so your screens, your desk. You don't want to eat while you're talking, walking, or chatting to your boss about something really stressful that has happened. Try to eat. Even if you don't only have 15 minutes to eat, just eat calmly, even if it's just 15 minutes, calmly. I always try to eat, even if I'm in the rush, I'm like, okay, I only have 10 minutes or 15 minutes. I'm going to sit down and flick through my magazine because it's something that calms me down and my nervous system just comes into rest and digest. And I just, that's when you want to eat, when you're in a rest and digest mode. What else? Bitter foods are great. So a lot of my clients that struggle with constipation and bloating, for most part, have low stomach acid. And a lot of us, to be honest, because that's something that goes down with age as well, with stress and with modern lifestyle that we all lead. So focus on bitter foods. So all your lemon, your grapefruit, apple cider vinegars, bitters. You can have those about 20 minutes before your meals. So rockets, dandelion, you can have a rocket salads like 10, 15 minutes before you eat or it can be part of your meals because that's going to stimulate your stomach acid production and it's going to help you digest your meal much easier, much better, much faster. And then last but not least, I would say manage your stress. And we always forget about, I mean, forget, I think, we know that your stress can impact your gut and microbiome as well, but it's probably a bit harder to manage at times. But things like movement, walking, meditation, cooking, laughing with your friends and doing things that you know really help you de-stress, spending time with yourself, all of that's going to support your gut microbiome. Exercising does as well. So all of these tips or things you can do on a daily or weekly to help you support your gut microbiome so so that if you don't have the funds or to invest in a practitioner or in expensive supplements, you can do these things and these will already help you. Right. I hope this episode was helpful. It was a short one. Come in my DM. Let me know your thoughts. And yeah, do you do any of these? Thank you so much for listening to me today. I will catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review on the Apple podcast. It really helps the show grow and inspire more people to build and live a healthier and happier life. And as a thank you, because I like to say thank you, I will be sending you my Rise and Energize ebook. So all you need to do is go on the Apple podcast app, leave a review, take a screenshot of it and email us that screenshot on admin at easywelly.com admin at isawali.com. So the ebook has recipes, workouts, and loads of nutrition and lifestyle tips on how to stay energized. Thank you so much, so, so much for being here.